What the fuck is happening, fam? It is your boy, the Sultan of Sativa, the motherfucking Ayatollah of Indica, a.k.a. Ned Sparks, a.k.a. Willie the Cool Penguin, a.k.a. the former President of the United Bakes of America, Donald Blunt, a.k.a. former President of the United Bakes of America, Abraham Lincoln, a.k.a. Lord Bongtomore. What the fuck is up, fam? It is a brand spanking new episode of the number one cannabis podcast in the world. Let's talk about it. And I'm fired up today if you can't hear it in my voice already. <coughs> oh, I'm uh, breaking my cardinal rule of uh, don't smoke blunts while recording the podcast. And while I say that's the cardinal rule, uh, because typically I'll my voice will give out or I'll need to drink a lot of water, you know, or I'll get kind of raspy. Uh but yet, I find myself still smoking blunts a lot of the episodes. Only some of them do I smoke a little gerent. Uh, and I will admit that the gerent's a better move as far as less coughing is going because, well, not a stick of a paper, etc. And today's blunt is filled with uh, some cold cure hash rosin from one of the homies single source sugarfish Cushman's crossed with Leorance um Leorance is not some special runts cross <coughs> it's just me trying to fancy it up as this isn't 2018 anymore and uh, people have long since left the hype train of runts in the past or have they? I'm sure that's a highly debatable question, depending on who you so chose to ask. If you were asking me, I still love runs. Fuck it. I'm a sucker for gelatos all day. Lately, some of those uh, dirty wook motherfuckers been popping out the woodworks talking about Well, I like stuff that smells like a skunk. I know you do, you dirty bitch. You know, and that's fine. It has its place. I like it too. Um, I try to think of what some of the funkiest weed I've ever smoked was. (coughs) I I guess, honestly, I'd have to default it at uh, some sour diesel I had from... This was probably back in 2009 or 10. Um, I picked up a couple zips from the homies. Well, the one homie to bust down and took myself a little eighth. Said, okay, uh, let's go taste test this motherfucker, me and the homie. So I took a little eighth out, put the, the rest of it, you know, in a little Ziploc bag and uh, just threw it in my room. Like, hit it behind the couch in my room or whatever. Uh, It stunk, but I didn't think it was going to be a problem. It was late already. It was, like, probably, like, 11 o'clock. Nobody in my house was awake at the time. You know, my mom and sister and both were asleep. So we go out. We ride around. We smoke a little weed. We, you know, cause some trouble or whatever. Listen to some tunes. And I come home and, um, you know, walk in the door. It's all good. It's dark. 
I start walking down a little hallway and all of a sudden, and I, as soon as I opened the door, I could smell the fucking weed, like the whole house. Now, granted, it's not a large house. It's a rancher. So it's a one single story, single family home. But, uh, the ha- the house, the whole house was stinking up from this sour. And, uh, my mom was sitting on the couch and she said, L, how much weed is in this fucking house? I was like, chill, ma, chill. She's like, get it out. I had to go, like, put it in uh, mason jars and throw it in the uh, the shed out back. Good times at the age of, like, 19 or 20 or 21, whatever the fuck I was at the time when that happened. But, yeah, I like uh, like some gelatos. That's what I'm smoking on right now. A little, little different, a little more different. Not your standard 33... Not your standard runts or lemon cherry, you know. (coughs) This is actually some glazed apricot gelato, which I never heard of until maybe about six or eight months ago. A buddy of mine sent me uh, some from uh, an outdoor harvest he had, and it was pretty good. It was super tasty. I can get down with some sun-grown terps. Especially if I know the grower and I know there was a lot of love and, and care put into it. We're not talking about some 500 a WAP fucking, you know, cartel bubba's. We're talking about some stuff that got some love. That was grown the way it was supposed to. Grown the way uh, nature intended. Big and bushy and beautiful. And, um, yeah, so I smoked it some months ago and I thought it was great for outdoor. I was like, man, I'd really like some fucking indoor and sure as shit, that shit fucking showed up in my jar and it is a a motherfucking hitter, hitter, glazed apricot gelato. Uh, the nugs are definitely not sun grown the way nature was intended we are talking about some indoor PGR heavy fucking chunky nugs and I don't give a fuck and you can say whatever you want um you know you keep your fucking cover crop grown bullshit it's like I'm I'm saying that because I know there's uh some growers that listen to this podcast are going to be fucking annoyed that I just said that um I I got love for my fucking no-till guys too. Come on, buddies. You know, I'm I'm real. I'm I'm fucking linked into the culture here. I've been doing this a long time. Okay. No need to get upset. Just busting balls, having fun. I'm here by myself, man. I got to entertain myself. You know how difficult it is to talk to your motherfucking self or talk to you guys like like we're really having a conversation. And this is how I am in real life too. I'll just rant at you. You know, pull out my motherfucking soapbox. This, uh, I mean, we're fucking almost eight minutes in here. And I haven't even, I haven't even told you the most important shit. It's my birthday today. Oh. Um, God, he's so egotistical. He said his birthday was the most important thing. <clears throat> it is when you didn't think that you were going to make it past 24 and now you're 34 
and you don't know what the fuck to do with your goddamn life. You know, it's pretty easy to be fucking grateful. You know, even though I'm sitting here thinking to myself, God damn it, how do I make this shit work? How do I teach children how to make this shit work? You know, I'm fucking grateful. You know, there was a time in my life when birthdays were not a happy time. And um, I don't care what kind of dumb shit is going on in my life. As long as I'm not jabbing needles in various places of my body. Maybe smoking some crack or shooting it, cooking it down and shooting it. A little lime juice, that's the way you do that in case you didn't know. Not that you should go try it. It's not a good time. Um, birthdays were not always a happy time, but today, man, today was a good birthday. Today was fucking 34, and I woke up, and I got to make my kids some breakfast. I smoked some good weed. I ate some bacon. You know, I cooked up a whole pound for the kiddos. We fucking went bananas, ate some bacon. Old lady brought home some fucking donuts for the kids. Fed them their sugar-coated lies. And, uh, you know, and then I I drove on down uh, to the city for a nice uh, jiu-jitsu seminar where a good buddy of mine, Baker, came and uh, me and Baker hit the uh, seminar at Guardian Jiu-Jitsu. I've never been to Guardian Jiu-Jitsu. If you're in Baltimore, please stop by. It's it's friendly for people of a beginner's nature First day, all the way to the fucking black belt, 10, 20, 30 years in. You know, it's it's rough, rugged, and roll over there at Guardian. And today they had a seminar. Uh, Brittany, a.k.a. Ginger, came in to teach us about the lasso guard. Uh, which, to those of you who have no clue what the fuck I'm talking about, it's uh, it's a good way... To control another individual with minimal amounts of contact. And uh, it's fun in the sport of jiu-jitsu. And I'm not the most proficient at it. So I went to go learn. And, um, you know, so Baker came with me. Got some rolls in. Got to put on the uh, birthday hat. Uh, spent some time with my jiu-jitsu family. And, um, you know, got my ass out there. And kept it moving. You know, worked my ass off on the mats and got after it. You know, that's what we do on our birthday. That's what makes us feel good on our birthday. You know, being able to be with our friends and family and work hard. You know, instead of starting to drink at 10 a.m., you know, I knew I had jiu-jitsu. I had a drink with dinner. And it was goddamn delicious. But that was it. I'm smoking hella weed. It's hash in my J. It actually went out uh, because I've been talking so much. So I'm going to have to relight her. We're rolled up in a, a, a Russian cream backwood. My favorite. I got um, I got a couple packs of banana. Even though... I find the banana to not be, like, a phenomenal blunt flavor. The fact that in the city they charge, like, anywhere from $12 to 
uh, per pack of the banana, just based on perceived supply and demand of those who don't actually understand how the tobacco market works and um, how these shits, whether you get banana or Russian cream or original or fucking, you know, honey berry, your fucking man crush Mondays, he smokes honey berry like a fucking dirty bum. Um, They all are the same. They're all the same price. And while there might be some limited availability, the cost is not different. But they want to tell you that the cost is different, and it's not. They're just being assholes. I know this, and I refuse to pay that price point. So when I see them out of town for a cheap price, I was in, like, bumfuck Virginia, and they had them. Nobody's fucking buying them where I was at. They were, like, $6 per pack. I said, yeah, give me two packs. I didn't even want them, but I bought them just because. Because fuck you. Why not? (coughs) Not you listening. I'm talking about the fucking... I'm talking about my man fucking uh, Ali at the joint on Harford Road. He knows who he is. Trying to gouge. Or over on fucking Sinclair and uh, Sinclair and Urban. (coughs) Sorry. Drinking an energy drink right now. I don't need it. It's 11 (coughs) o'clock. Damn. I'm having a hard time because I'm hitting a part of the J that's got some hash in it. Well, Rosalino. So the Budsmith is putting together some can of gars. If you've never had one, Mendo Budsmith, get one. Burn time is insane. Flavor is insane. Premium fucking cannabis. Premium single source hash. You know, unless you're somebody that defines single source as like the genetics came from one place. They were grown. Somebody bred the genetic. Then they fucking grew the plant. Then they fucking chopped it. Then they washed it. Then they fucking freeze dried it and fucking, you know, pressed it for your dumbass. <coughs> Short of that, everything he does is single source. Uh, fucking dry soil amendments. No bottled nutrients. Quote unquote. I'm using that term loosely. Bud Smith Canagar, way better than a blunt. Uh, that joint will fuck you up. It'll have you fucked up for days. Honestly, I'll like, you know, blow it down with the homies, get through about half of it. Then, like, the rest of the week, it's like my wake and bake. I just hit it a bunch of times, get the day rolling, keep it moving. But, yeah, so, <coughs> got my banana woods, went to the fucking seminar today, birthdays are fun, um, sometimes, but they're much better, it's all about perspective, shit is all about perspective, and, um,
you know, I wanted to get, like, fired up and kind of, like, you know, share some, some raw shit, but I'm, like, really just high and happy in a good mood. This apricot, glazed apricot gelato is really doing the trick. Um, you know, yeah. President fell off his bike today. Like, this fool can't catch a goddamn break. This guy is the supposed, alleged president of the United States of America. Not to be Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Not not to be confused with the president of the United Bakes of America, Joe Biden. Holla at your boy. <coughs> Trademark patent pending. And uh, this motherfucker was out on a bike. They said, all right, what can we do to make people like this motherfucker? And so they fucking shove his old ass on a bike. He's got a goofy-ass helmet in case he fucking falls and cracks his dumb ass head. And I'll tell you what. And it's a good thing he did have on that fucking helmet. Because what the fuck did he do? Sure as shit. He fell. And almost cracked his goddamn head. Like, I saw the video clip of him. You know, he's crossing the street. And he, he breaks and puts his foot down. And he tries to get his other foot, his right foot, out of... The, the foot pedal bracket that keeps the foot in there and he can't and he's leaning and he's like oh no and falls it's fucking ridiculous and and like I don't want I say it's ridiculous and I don't want to say that it was hilarious because it's not fucking hilarious you know it's not fucking hilarious so this old ass man it's embarrassing I mean granted you know he's only fucking just a little puppet for people who are flushing our country down the fucking toilet. Greatest country on the fucking earth. And they're flushing it down the toilet. <coughs> Which is why I don't care that, um, you know, he fell over on his bike. But it's embarrassing. It's sad. You know, can the guy just, like, catch a fucking break? He's blaming Putin for oil. I just read a, a thing that said at this point in, tw- you know, oil's at like 117 a barrel. Uh, and this actually connects with something else I heard the other day. Said something like oil's at like 117 a barrel. In 2014, it was at uh, 120 a barrel. It was like a few dollars more than it currently is. But the cost per gallon was $2 less. And... Um, now, I, I, I'm really confused because the other day I'd heard something along those lines that, <clears throat> you know, gas really isn't, like, it, as expensive as they're making it seem. But because the oil companies took such a big hit, you know, during the, the scam, scammerooski, and people weren't traveling and driving around using as much, and gas prices were mad low. Uh, they weren't able to rake in the profits, so right now they're just jacked up raking in profits, you know, and I wouldn't, I, and again, hey, and here's another connection, you know, just fucking today or yesterday or a couple days ago, Joe Biden on TV talking about enacting emergency war powers to fucking stop the oil companies from gouging prices. It's like, okay, they let these motherfuckers 
gouge the prices, get some bread. Now they're going to fucking fake bring them back down so that shit's like sweet and it looks like they're doing shit before the midterms. It's a fucking joke. Come on, man. Come on, man. I didn't even mean to fucking say that shit at first. Like, this shit is so crazy. Plus, what happens if this motherfucker enacts emergency war powers, and I'm, I'm throwing quotes, air quotes here, in the name of, like, lowering gas prices and, like, really sticking it to big oil. <coughs> here. I'm gonna do, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take it there. All right, I'm going to dribble down the court right now. Um, let's let's just say, and already know, because you can't see me right now. I'm not video recording this. It's an audio only episode. Um, live and direct from my car. And let's just say for one second that... Oil, right? The shit, I don't know about you. I grew up, when I grew up, they talked about these things as fossil fuels, right? Which in my mind now, if I remember correctly, the way they taught that shit was that um, fossil fuels are fuels made from the fossils of dinosaurs. So under the ground, dinosaur bones are coagulating and becoming uh, oil, and then it's fucking oil is refined and becomes gasoline and kerosene and whatever else. <coughs> um, that's what we're taught. That's what I feel like the majority of people think, and they say fossil fuels. Um, you know, well, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, ne- we're never going to run out of oil, ever. Never going to run out of gas. They say we have... Re- There's enough fucking oil under the earth um, to, like, literally live through, like, 600 million years. You know, people talk about coal, or people talk about electric cars, and, like, like they're fucking great. Cool. You want to drive a go-kart? By all means, drive your go-kart. But the reality is, you're charging your fucking shit. The shit is being charged by the grid. The grid is being ran by coal. And coal's not great. It's better to use the fucking gasoline. You're talking to like the greenhouse gases. Do you know what greenhouse gases are? Here's another fucking thing that I'm not fucking buying. <laughs> greenhouse. Any of my grower friends will know this. Right? This is, to me, it seems like common sense. And and while there are people who pretend to be much smarter than me on the TV that some people believe are smarter than me, and that's fine. They might be. I'm just some dumb fuck. I dro- I'm a high school dropout. Although on a job application, you better believe I put some college, boy. Put some college. So anybody that grows weed will know that if you're in a fucking indoor growing facility, you know, your whole purpose is to mimic the conditions of the outside where weed is naturally grows from the earth. It's given to us 
by God. Um, or whatever the fuck created our planet. But, you know, that's neither here nor there for now. The weed, it was given us, given to us by God or whatever. It's here. We love it. We want to recreate the conditions in which it grows inside of a facility so we can get it on a larger scale and get it to large quantities of people in a very high quality setting. Ultimately, the goal, right? One of the things when growing indoor, weed doesn't come all just naturally fucking nice and nugged up together. Uh, It needs lots of carbon dioxide, CO2. And what happens when you have more, when you pump in a room full of CO2, right? You're pumping it full of CO2. What happens is the plants go through a fucking process called photosynthesis with the fucking chlorophyll more like morphyll. And it takes the CO2, the carbon dioxide, also known as, you know, the shit that you dumb motherfuckers breathe out when you fucking breathe out of your mouth, you mouth-breathing sons of bitches. The shit that comes out of your fucking mouth, CO2, carbon dioxide, same shit, greenhouse gases, that they're like, no, not the greenhouse gases. Not the... Greta Thunberg comes out of fucking nowhere and is like, you should be ashamed. Right? The greenhouse gas, CO2, man. The CO2, fucking the plants, like, oh, shit. We got a CO2 overload. We got to convert this shit to food and turn it into oxygen so these dumb motherfuckers can fucking breathe. They keep sucking air. And so what happens is the plant works fucking harder to convert the shit in oxygen and the fruits on the flowers, the fruits on the plants, the flowers, they get bigger and tighter and more tricompact and more beautiful. And then some fucking wook bastard cuts them off and fucking hangs them upside down and throws them in a tub. And they throw them in a jar and, and overcharge them at a fucking Apple store for weed. And it ends up in your lungs. And that's how that works. But the same concept applies for everything else. And if you look, right, they, if you fucking look, they say we have more greenery uh, on the planet almost maybe than ever. And if we keep up at this rate, at some point, the Sahara... We'll have, we'll be lush. And they said many, 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 many moons ago that places such as the Sahara were lush and full of greenery and field. You know, that's a good thing, right? We want more trees. We want more plants. We want bigger trees. We want bigger plants. We want our food to be better, to grow better, tomatoes to be bigger. We want these things. Right? So just think. Don't just fucking parrot back some shit you heard on fucking from Greta Thunberg. What the fuck does she know? Her dad has an agenda. Look him the fuck up. 
You know, if you think she's just some random 16-year-old little fucking girl or 18-year-old, whatever she is now, you're a fucking idiot. She's not. I'm sorry. I'm tired of pretending that it's not. Joker meme reference. Um, Bouncing all over the place, we're, like, getting to a point when I like. Uh, you know, I just start getting fired up on shit. This fucking energy drink. Getting to it. But, yeah, so... Gas all-time highs. And it's just because the oil company is fucking playing with us as they fucking do. You want to talk about other things that are not as valuable as they make us believe they are? Fucking diamonds. That shit's a fucking joke. Go fucking do some research about diamonds. They're diamond damn dozen. They're diamond a damn dozen. <laughs> you know what? I just, I need to take a second if you guys are still here. I really need to take a second. I was, uh, I was looking at the analytics of, uh, where people are who listen to this podcast. And while I assumed 100% of people were here stateside, all probably within a, a certain radius of where I am, um, and, and you know what? The motherfucking analytics told me that I got only about 85% of the people that listen to this podcast are here in the good old U.S. of A. The other 15% are from all sorts of places. And I'm, I'm sorry, right now I don't have that list in front of me and I, I can't pull it up because of the way this app is set up. But um, some of my analytics were saying that I've got people, my, my first, I've got a full 1% of podcast listeners in Germany. Some of my homies in, in Deutschland, Der Vaterland. You know, um, I'm trying to remember a fucking German song, but I don't know any off the top of my damn head. <coughs> I will get into um, the. Uh, I will get a little bit into my experience with Germany, and uh, for anybody who didn't know, I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago, I believe, on the uh, "Death Rules Everything Around Me" podcast. I just briefly mentioned old Herr LeBlanc, uh, my German teacher. And I was in his class for three years. I, I took German three years. I was also a student aide. That was great. Uh, I got credit for basically smoking cigarettes in the bathroom and making fun of his German one students with him. You know, I was the student aide for his German one class. He would always tell the German one class that he hated him, that they didn't mean shit to him. I don't care about you is what he'd say. He said, I do this job still for my German fours and threes and even some of my German twos and my German twos, I start to like them, but I don't do this for them. I do it for my German threes and my German fours. German ones, you guys mean nothing to me. Come back next year, you'll mean something, but still not anything close to my German threes and fours. And Harold LeBlanc is a wild dude. He's got pictures on his, the back wall of like, Polaroids of like 80s dance parties at his house where they were probably doing cocaine and it is definitely not legal even when I was in school now or now and uh, he was a different dude he taught me a lot of shit behind Mr. Jarrett R.I.P. Uh, 
he was my my second favorite mo- teacher, most impactful behind Mr. Jarrett, uh, R.I.P. Mr. Jarrett. And again, if you didn't listen to the Death Rules Everything Around Me episode a few episodes ago, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it. The response has been positive, as positive it can be, you know, in regards to talking about people dying. And I've definitely had some people open up to me in the DMs about it. For those who don't know, I do love to chit chat about your thoughts and feelings and opinions on the Let's Talk About It podcast. So please feel free to send me a message or a DM and let me know what's good. Let me know what you think. But um, and also, I know I had mentioned on there trying to play the Kill Whitey song, which is one part of the original three or four songs that we had we had first written uh, about Mr. Jarrett off the um, local classic Eat Pussy demo from Kill Whitey, the band I was in, um, has that song on it. And I know in that episode I talked about trying to find the disc and I like went through and like dug through a bunch of shit and I couldn't find it. And what's fucking stupid is that I swear to God, I went through this bag to find it and it, it just wasn't there. And then the other day I was digging around and I went in this bag and it was there just as I had thought it would be, which is why the bag was out. I, I don't know. Anyway, I have that CD, the eat pussy demo. And at the very end of this podcast, after, um, you know, after the support section, I will be playing it. Not the whole entire eat pussy demo, but just the song about Mr. Jarrett, which I will let you know right now, please do not expect much. It is not good quality music. And to top it all off, I was absolutely hammer time drunk when singing this song. So I'm letting you know. But there is, on the positive side, on the positive side, there is a cool accordion part in the song. So I would highly recommend listening all the way through, uh, even through the parts that maybe you would you would cut me off or, or skip through. Maybe just even fast forward to the end. That's up to you. But I'm going to put it at the very end. Um, I found it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to have a good time listening to it. And I hope that you do too. Um, so yeah, with that being said, my uh, my German fam. In German class, we learned fun things. Our German book was from like the 70s. So it was hilarious. Uh, for some reason, there was a dog named Beppo. And... He was like a legend for anybody that took German class. He was hilarious. He'd be like, Und das ist mein Hund, der Beppo. And I, uh, there was a German exchange student my first year, freshman year. His name was Martin, Martin Boinken or Boiskin. And he listened to a lot of like hardcore. And he showed me like some like European hardcore. It was fucking rad. He was a cool dude. He taught me all the fucking dirty words in German. I was like, what's fuck you? He's like, fick dich. I'm like, oh, fick dick. I'm with it. I said, how do you say, uh, I shit my pants? And he said, ich habe meine Hosen geschissen. I said, yes. Literally, to this day, as a 34-year-old man, if I meet people from Germany, I tell them I took German in high school, and it's like how we connect, and I say some simple phrases. I'm like, oh, uh, fucking ich bin Elliot. Uh, wo sind die Schleswecker? Und das ist mein Hund, der Beppo. Uh, ich habe meine Hosen geschissen. And it usually gets a good chuckle. So, 
Um, but I just wanted to say, you know, shout out to my German family. If you are from Germany and you listen to this show, shoot me a message, man, please. I want to get some merch out to you. I might even want to do like a Zoom podcast episode with you. Let's fucking do it. We'll do a fucking worldwide tour of Zoom episodes of people that listen to this podcast. I want to know about the culture in your community. I want to know about the weed world in your world. Please, what I want to know about fucking some of the little things you do. Some of the ins and outs of, of a European sesh. Let's fucking go. Um, next, uh, highest listenership after Germany, Deutschland, my brothers, uh, was Canada. Canada. I love you guys. Our neighbors to the north. I've always thought your money is hilarious. The loonies and toonies. When I was 19, I went to Niagara Falls. And uh, we had a blast. We wore American flag headbands. Uh, they thought we were assholes. We went to the casino. We drank. We played cards. It was great. I love Canada. Um, I'm very sad as I see they've been trying to take away handguns. Motherfucking bitch boy Trudeau was just hanging out with Gaz- another bitch boy, Gavin Newsom, in California. Gavin Newsom trying to get some ideas, pick his brain, seeing how that handgun recall's doing. Right? I don't fucking know, man. That shit's a little crazy to me. Why is Justin Trudeau even the fucking prime minister? Because his dad was? His dad fucking enacted some wartime powers back in the day. Back in the day. And, you know, fucking Trudeau's trying to reenact them same joints. You know, guess what? Every time his dad enacted one of them based on whatever fucking problem they created and we're now creating an action to, like, solve the problem that they fucking created in the first place, uh, they took away the rights of Canadian citizens and, um, you know, never gave them back. Any of my Canadian friends, uh, whether you do jiu-jitsu or not, you need to check out Drew Weatherhead. Uh, he has a podcast, The Social Disorder, and uh, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, there's a bunch of good episodes about jiu-jitsu stuff, but for a while now, he's been like really keeping on the pulse of what's happening in Canada and the U.S. And um, you know, and he's a good, level-headed dude. Has a really cool story. You know, his gym closed down during COVID, and he basically hit the sold his house and burnt the ships, so to speak, and hit the road with his family. It was fucking sick. So I highly recommend that you check that podcast out. Um, I know the Netherlands and Austria are right there. You know, fucking what's up, fam? I know I had some some listeners in Belgium. They hopped on a live one time. Any of you people from places outside of the U.S., please message me on the Instagrams at Lord Bongtomore. Please shoot me an email, Lord Bongtomore at Gmail. The Instagrams is probably a better place. Or Twitter, at Tomorrow on Twitter. You could tweet me. I know I don't talk about it, and I'm never on there, and I fucking almost hate Twitter. Uh, but you could do it. That's actually probably the best way to get in touch with me. Because I will check a notification. Like, oh, I got a message from who? You know? Um, but yeah, I love it. I love it. That, that shit's good. Uh, some of my Brazil fam... You know, they call me fucking the maestro of maconha, right? which is Portuguese for marijuana. That's what my uh, jiu-jitsu professor calls me, old Vicente. Old Vicente Jr. calls me fucking maconha. And uh, the name has kind of caught on. 
It is a great honor, apparently, to have a, uh, a Portuguese nickname from the Brazilian professor. Not trying to chew my own horn or anything. Uh, and even if it's because I come to class and stink that bitch up, reeking of some big dope, then, uh, you know, so fucking be it. Suitable. It's a suitable name. I smell like weed everywhere I go. So, hey. But, yeah, so, I don't know, man, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the fucking world, um, trying to fucking be more vocal, trying to do some shit, put together some shit in the communities, man, you should too, I'm like really trying to figure some shit out, I just recently moved, and I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone, so I feel like I, I'm about to put up some flyers around the neighborhood for like a community organization, because I'm, I'm really concerned about the future, and, uh, you know, I got babies, there's a lot of people with babies, and we need to all get on the same page instead of just trying to fucking, you know, eat each other if shit goes south. And, um, I, I just have a feeling before midterms at some point, there's a possibility shit could go south. You know, if people keep, inflation goes up and people keep having relative price adjustments, because not everything going up in price is... Um, inflation related, the cost of certain shit hasn't gone up. And so it's like, they just are adjusting the price because everyone else is adjusting the price. Gas being at all time high, potential market crashes, food up crazy percentages. You know, we got to work together. So I'm trying to put together like some community outreach groups, uh, still in Baltimore. Um, you know, find some ways where we, as people can be working together uh, set some shit up. I don't need to be the leader. I don't need to be the boss, but I do need some good people around so that we can set this shit up. You know, I'm not really one looking to run for political office here. You know, although anybody that is a good person that lives with principles and values and, um, you know, and probably wouldn't want to be a politician should probably run at the minimum. Get involved in your school board. Get involved wherever you're at, man. Stand up. And if you don't want to stand up and use your voice, fucking share mine. Share my podcast. Share my fucking Instagram with somebody. Let them know, hey, you might like this dude. You know, and, and start talking about this shit. You know, I get it, right? The majority of us, we all just want to be left the fuck alone. Well, they ain't fucking leaving, leaving us alone, man. They're fucking with us. You know. It's crazy. Excuse me. But yeah. So yeah. I'm going to shut it down. You know, um, sometimes. Not all the time. It's, it's not a lot of people. It's some people. There are people. But I wouldn't say it's a lot of people. You know, a lot of people say. A lot of people ask me. And, and a lot of times that's bullshit. No people are asking. Um, a lot of people ask me. Well, some people ask me because they're nice fucking people. But not a lot. Because some of you guys are assholes. Um, they ask, they say, Elliot, they say, or they say LB. Whatever they say. They say some things. Depends on the nature of the relationship that we have and how many conversations we've had or whatever. Right? I say, hey man, hey, how can I support, uh, how can I support 
the the movement of Lord Bongtor? How can I support the Let's Talk About It podcast? Well, that's a great question. I'll tell you. Buy a t-shirt from me directly. Uh, they're fly t-shirts. Great message, great cause. Money from them helps keep people uh, get some meds even if they can't afford it. It's a great cause. You know, profits given back to the people. It's important. You know, you can, uh, you can, you, if, if you don't, uh, if you don't have any money, you're going to say, Elliot, I don't have any money. I can't buy anything. I can't buy what you're selling. Um, okay, that's fine. Cost nothing to subscribe to the podcast. Cost nothing to share it with a friend. You already know. You know, if you found it valuable, share it with your friends. Share it with your buddies. You know, share it with some ladies. Try and get the ladies in here. I know it's on me, really. But, um, you know, most of you guys are, are, are grunts. You know, people that have been through some shit, man. People that have been through some real shit. We've been through some real shit. You like to listen to me. You guys fuck with me because I've been through some real shit. And I like to talk about some real shit. Uh, and and we like to connect with the, each other. It's like, oh man, this guy's been through some real shit. I've been through some real shit. Or you know what? I know there's some people out here that haven't been through some real shit. But are like, hey, you know, I haven't really been through some real shit. But I'm looking for some perspective. I'm looking for something different. A different thought process. You know? And, um, whatever the reason is that you're here, you're here. And that's great. And I'm grateful for you. But share this shit, man. That's the only way that we can grow. You know, and and it's nobody's fault but my own. I've been more consistent lately and getting something posted up for you guys. And, um, again, been a positive response. (coughs) Excuse me. So please share this shit. If you don't have any money, fine. Repost it on your social media. Send it to somebody. Don't even just share it on your social media. Send it to somebody. Say, hey, man, check this out. I think you might like it. If you don't like it, don't do it. If you liked it, though, I'd appreciate if you did it. Now, if you're somebody that says, LB, I have some money. I just, I would rather invest it in myself as well as invest it in you. Okay. That's great. You can go to www.firstform. That's form with a ph. It's one s t p h o r m. dot com slash Elliot E L L I O T Aces A C E S. And get you some rad supplements. You know, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Uh, I don't care what your thought process is. There's something there that you could use. Whether that's, uh, you know, multivitamin micronutrient packs. You're like, I don't need that. Motherfucker, more than 50% of Americans have a micronutrient deficiency that they're unaware of. Get that shit. Help the processes in your body run smoother. Get some OptiGreens 50. You know, mad people out here eat like shit. Not eating three to five servings of veggies every day. No fucking fermented foods to get some good gut bacteria going. Some good fucking, you know, practice some good gut health. Right? Sure, they might have a kombucha here and there, but that ain't shit 
compared to what Optic Greens 50 has. Because it's not just a Greens fucking veggie replacement. It's a fucking total gut health supplement. It's helping you get the fuck after it. It's reducing inflammation in your gut. It's helping prevent leaky gut syndrome, which I know I know in the cannabis community, a lot of people, there are a lot of people who use cannabis as a medicinal remedy to things like IBS, Crohn's, right? Things where they got fucked up shit happening in their gut health. You know, and you may not be able to cure it. I'm not saying Ivory Fit is gonna cure everything. But I am saying it might help. It's gonna help with digestion, it's gonna help reduce bloat. You get the itis, not if you fucking drank your greens. Not if you had you a little opti chug to start your day, to kick that bitch off. You know, gut health on a thousand when you're drinking fucking Optic Greens 50 and taking your microfactor. You know? Helps regulate. It's got the glycemic balance blend in it to help fucking regulate blood sugar and all sorts of shit. You know? Get you some protein. I know most of you motherfuckers, there half of you probably think that peanut butter is a protein source. It is not. It is a fat and a carb source. You need to get you some real fucking protein. You can't eat... If you need to maintain lean muscle tissue, you should be getting... I don't care what type of fucking workout or fitness regimen you're on or not on. You should be getting a, a pound... Uh, a gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. So if you're 180 pounds, that means you should be getting 180 grams of protein in every day. And I guarantee you're not doing that. And even if, even if you aren't working out a lot, you know, uh, uh, high quality sustained assimilation protein that mimics whole food protein sources such as level one protein, Red Velvet Cake is back in stock, FYI. Um, is a great way to, to supplement that shit in. You know, I like to tell, let people know, man, if you can get all your... The only time that you really are required to get uh, a shake, like a protein supplement in, uh, the only preferable time is post-workout, right? Getting a high-quality, you know, whey protein isolate. That's going to be fast acting and get directly to your muscles. Start repairing them shits. You know, first forms is Formula One. I myself prefer root beer float and magical charms. Them bitches are delicious. That's the only time is, is after you work out. Because you want, you want to be start repairing the micro tears in your muscles immediately. You know, other than that, if you can get all your protein the rest of your day from whole food sources, you should. Absolutely. But... The reality is that most people do not. And it's very hard for your body to, to store protein as uh, fat. It can, it can store carbs and fats as fat, but not protein. So it is advised and recommended. I, I'd be willing to bet you if you just drank water and drank your protein shakes and hit your protein goal, you'll lose weight. You don't have to work out very hard. You just go on walks. Now, if you want to figure that shit out further, let me know. You can join my private Facebook community. There's a link in my link tree bio on the gram. Get in there. Um, I do have membership questions. 
So if you're unwilling to answer the questions, that well, bugger off. You know, so. But yeah, so here, that's uh, www.1stphorm.com slash E-L-L-I-O-T-A-C-E-S. Um, that's how you can support this podcast. Go there, support yourself. Uh, great athletic wear. Coming out soon, energy drinks. I'm very excited about that. Very, very excited. But yeah, so I'm going to pause real quick. And when I come back, I'm going to put on the Eat Pussy Demo, Kill Whitey, Mr. Jarrett.